Hi, Sean. First of all, Hi. can we just start with your reaction to the cup draw last night? Obviously, facing Fulham in the quarterfinal. Uh, yeah, um, another Premier League side um, at home, though. Um, we want to add to the home mentality. I think it's growing. Um, like I said, early season, I think performances were there. The outcome wasn't, but we're getting the outcome right now. and We, we certainly did last night. So we'll, we'll look forward to that game. How different than a, proper, a proposition are Everton now compared to the side that faced Fulham on the opening day of the season? Well, like I said, it's, it's hard one to judge because I thought the, the opening day of the season was a very good performance. Um, we didn't get on the right side of the result, but the performance was certainly there. So I think um, what you'd like to think when you keep your performance levels high, I've spoken endlessly and I did again last night about consistency um, and the mentality, uh, the consistency of the mentality, by the, uh, sorry, in, in every game we play. Um, so I think we kind of get rewards for sticking at it and sticking to what we believe and sticking to what the team's delivering because... Like I said, I thought it was a very good performance against Fulham in the first game of the season. The difference is now we're taking chances, we're still creating and we're defending very well. That potency really has developed, hasn't it, up top? Yeah, I mean, we, we our, our chance count is slightly less, but the, the finishing is, is improving, you know, the, and getting goals from other positions as well. You know, not just relying on a striker, um, which is obviously a, a focus of a striker, but other parts of their game and allowing other players to come in and score goals. So we're pleased with that. It's five wins from seven. That was after just one win in six. What does that also say about the mentality of your squad to have recovered the way they have? Yeah, I mean, the, the what you're constantly looking for is, like I said, the, the consistency of the mentality, win or lose. You know, and I, I felt when I got here and, and it's still there somewhat, it's kind of super high when, when the, the team, the club win and it drops off radically when they lose. And I said to the team, we've got to find a, a, a more level view of it and, and really stick to our guns with our performance levels, our individual performance levels, the team performance levels, our game planning. Um, and stick with that, and and that's well. Currently, it's work in progress, of course, but we're still, you know, still working towards that. And currently, it is paying us back because I think our performance levels have been high, and we're now getting the outcomes. Are you seeing more resilience in there as well? I'm thinking, obviously, the the victory over West Ham away, the victory over Aston Villa in the cup away, victory over Brentford away as well. At times, you've had to dig in during in all of those games. Well, to, to go back to where I started when I first came here, I said, you know, respect and admire the past, but build a future. You know, and I think there was, you know, the, the best teams that have played here had a grittiness, a determination, an edge to their performances, as well as being able to play, as well as being good footballers. And I think we're, we're searching for that, trying to find that combination. Because I've said all along, I think there's some talented players here. Um, and the mentality towards being a tougher team, being a... Um, or a modern tough team, you understand, you know, you, you can't go around big tackles and stuff like that. You've got to be clever with your toughness, but you've got an edge to your performances. And I think, of course, winning helps with that. Um, but I think the players have been consistent with that and finding that, that uh, tough, tougher team ethic, if you like. So harder to be beat at one end of the pitch and, and, and hopefully causing more trouble for the opposition in the, in the top end of the pitch and scoring goals. And we're beginning to find that balance better. Again, how are you looking squad-wise? How's Seamus? What's... Seamus is going well. He'll hopefully get involved in a um, game in the under 21s um, this weekend. He needs some game time, of course, but he's training very well, and I think he's pleased to be back on the grass. Gomez and Deli are a bit further away. Yeah, Deli's still got the time to go. He's just back on the grass now. Um, he's in a good place, though. I spoke to him the other day, had a chat with him, and he's in a good place, other than his injury, of course, frustrated by that. Um, yeah, and that's. Uh, who's the other one who asked about? No, Delhi would have covered him. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Andre. Andre, yes. Yeah, he's he's been very frustrated. He's got a niggly calf injury again. So, But he's, he's coming back through that now. It appears to be a bit of a frustrating time for Dan Juma as well. It didn't quite happen for him last night. What does he need to do to... 
to kind of get well, through he's that. Well, he's certainly working hard. He's working hard in training. Um, we wanted to try and free him up a little bit in that role last night. Excuse me. Um, you know, it's not easy when you're out the side, you get put back in. Uh, but he's certainly working hard and he's working hard to adapt to the team. We know he, 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 I think he's still, he feels, we feel, is probably his best position is coming off the left. But you all, well, for everyone who watched it, Dwight McNeil, ex, ex, I thought excellent last night, particularly second half. So there's a challenge there. But no, it's, it's not easy to be put, put in. And then, you know, sometimes you're playing, wondering are you in, are you out? But on the other hand, we, we tried to free him up and get in a role where he could use his talent because he's a talented player. See that work rate actually. There was a pitch level yesterday. You can see the work rate from both Dwight and Jack as well on, on the wings. Yeah, tremendous. We ask a lot of wide players, I always have done in, in the teams that I've worked with, um, but they're willing and uh, they've got quality, but they're also willing to do the hard yards. And I think, yeah, again, it adds that mental toughness of the team we were just talking about. And just on to Brighton, and when you look at what happened last season, obviously it was before you came in. You, Everton lost 4-1 away, but there was, a, sorry, 4-1 at home. Yeah, there was I was going to remember the away one. <laughs> yeah, away you remember the away one, one. Yeah. exactly. I mean, that was, you know, we saw Dominic Calvert-Lewin at his best that night as well. No, I agree. I thought he was excellent. The team delivered a very good performance. I think they're a very good side. They still are. They've, they've sold a couple of players, but they're still a good side. They're showing that. Um, you have to be tactically right, um, but you have to impress yourself upon the game as well. I thought we did it very well away from home last season. We're going to have to do that again. And them coming up to Goodison, good feel about the team and a good feel at Goodison at the minute. So we'll use all of them things to our advantage. Thank you, Vinny. We'll go to Betty. Hi. Hi, Sean. You say there's a good feeling about the team at the moment. Five wins in seven games. I was just wondering, how much confidence does this give you going into that match against Brighton? Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think we've overly lacked confidence, but there's no two ways about it. That winning mentality, it grows and it, it does add on to your confidence level and it adds on to the belief and it it brings a, a more assured view of the team, I think. And apart from about 20 minutes last night, we went a little bit soft after scoring our goal. Didn't really threaten. We weren't threatened at the back, but we didn't play particularly well after that. I thought we looked strong. And I think that kind of, uh, that winning mentality, that winning edge, I think it is important and the more you build it, the more wins you get, the more it grows. So we want to continue that whilst being, you know, realising we're playing a very good side in Brighton. Yeah, what sort of challenges are you expecting from Brighton? Well, they flexed it slightly recently with the, going to sort of the three centre-halves and, and changing slightly, but we know they're a passing side, often want to break through the middle of the pitch. And the biggest thing of all, I, th I think you've got to be tactically aware. I think teams that have done well against them have delivered good tactical performances. Um, as well as finding their own way into the game as well. So it's that, I mean, it often is, but it is a balance between being aware of the opposition and dealing with that, but then also playing your own game and breaking from the tactical sort of scenario to go and attack. And I think finding that balance is important. We did do towards the end of last season. We've got to do that again because they're showing again this season they're a very good side. Um, what do you make of <coughs> Roberto De Zerbi? How impressed have you been sort of with him since he's taken over at Brighton? Yeah, I, did, I didn't know of him, I'll be honest. I didn't know much about him before he came in, but he's done a very good job there. There's, you know, changing the way they, they work and the, the style and some of the players they've brought in and brought through. I'm sure that's not just in the recruitment system as well. It looks like they've got it right the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're a good side. Right, great. Thank you very much. Sean, talking about Brighton and their recruitment policy, they've had outrageous success in, in the past couple of seasons in particular. Has that meant clubs like Everton looking at their recruitment policy? Because I, I can remember hearing Paul Barber, the chief executive, saying that they, they shop in a different pool. They look 
in areas where other clubs don't because of their financial situation. It's, a, you know, it's it, quite healthy pool they've been shopping in down the years, you know. Well, uh, if, you if you look, look at, back about four or five years, I think you'll you find they've, they've, they've spent quite a lot of money. The players they've brought in from Ecuador in particular and, you know, Kaori Matoma from Japan, and I know they had him over at San, Union San Juan. And it, it's a different outlook. Caicedo, they've made a fortune on from Ecuador and they've signed other players and, and, and made big profits. So would Everton, for example, look at maybe ch making changes to, to the way and, and how you... I think we're all, we're all looking at the best way of recruiting. I think they, they cover a large part of the planet, I think. I think that's right in saying. I think Matt Benham does a very similar thing at Brentford. They've been doing that for a long time. They know, and I know, and you probably do know, but they never get talked about. They've, they've made a lot of mistakes along the way. It's taken a long time to get to where they've got to. And they've signed some very, very good players, I agree, the last couple of seasons, and coached them very well as well, as of Brentford. Um, but there's, a bit, there's been a lot of work put into them systems for a lot of years before what you're talking about now. Um, we're kind of remodelling constantly and then getting to a place now where I think we've recruited well within what we can do this summer. I think we've got a more balanced look at the team. Inevitably, somewhere down the line, things cost money. You know, and that's something that we haven't had abundance of. Looking at the match against Burnley, uh, another really good contribution from Jack Harrison and I know he's only just coming back after injury but he, he works at both ends of the pitch, he, he sees things early, you know he's got an eye for goal, how much better can he get? Well first of all was to get him fully fit, um, he came in injured unfortunately, excuse me I've got a bit of a cold but he, he, uh, he's dealt with that side of things, he's got sharper, he's got fitter um, and I think he's enjoying his football and that's a big thing, I think he's infectious amongst the group. Uh, very good around the group before you even get him on the pitch and, it, and he's got that way of playing that busy nature and, and he's a very good player and he's been very effective for us so far um, I think there's a number I think Jared continues to do well Jimmy Garner continues to do well um, Amadou's good, getting a good partnership Dwight again last night I thought was outstanding so there's a lot of good signs and uh, you know it's about continuation now Yeah and Beto came on and his contribution off the bench was really good, close to a goal on a, on a couple of occasions. Do you think he can benefit confidence-wise? Because when he came in, he played really well for a few matches. Then Dominic Calvert-Lewin was fit again. And not easy when you come in and you play a few games and then you're out. So do you think he can you know, benefit confidence? He's just, he's just maturing into what it is. You know, he's come to a new club. He's... He's, he's raw, he's rough and ready, but he's working hard at his game and, it, and there's a lot of improvement to come, I think. I thought he came on and affected it last night. He'd had a couple of quiet spells before that, but he's adapting to the Premier League. It's different. Um, came in and hit the ground running at first. And and if you like, maybe, um, I spoke to him a little bit about it, maybe he thinks he needs to be a bit more polished, but he actually doesn't. We like the rawness. We want him to be raw. We want him to be hungry and show that in a natural way. And I thought he did that coming on last night. He's really quick, isn't he? For, for he is, that very quick, yeah, easy. yeah. Out of the Press Association next. Hi, Sean. Uh, just Hi. That, that victory at Brighton towards the end of last season, would you class that as, as the best performance you've had from the side since you've been? I think tactically it was. Uh, not necessarily the, the best performance overall, um, but I think tactically the players um, delivered a good week's training and took it into the game and responded to the challenge in front of them. Uh, you know, obviously they were high flying at the time. Um, and we delivered a very uh, good sort of tactical understanding performance and, of course, the, the way of them breaking from it, not just absorbing them, but actually attacking them. 
uh, and using the threat that we had. So I think from that point of view, from the coach's point of view and, and working with the players and them, and them taking on the information and the delivery, that was very pleasing. So if it's not the best performance, is it the most satisfying for you as the manager that may be? The most satisfying was one last game of the season, I can assure you, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and just what different psychology does it make looking up the table rather than looking over your shoulder? Well, I'm not obsessed with the table at this stage. I always say, you know, it's the season's work for me. It always has been because the, the ups and downs, you know, you've got to manage them. But not, no, Sorry, you've got to manage them as a team, not just me, the players, the individuals. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking at the, the, the plan for the season. But so far, I'm, I'm thinking there's progress. And that was the first marker, you know, from the last couple of seasons. Can we progress? Can we look like a... Um, a stronger unit, can we look like a more effective unit? And I think there's there's strong signs of that, um, you know, with how we're playing. And then you add the results in, a couple have got away from us, which I think, you know, we probably deserved. Um, but if you added them in, we'd certainly be in very good shape. And uh, and I think it's paying us back lately. And as you said before, it puts a different spin on perspective of how you're perceived when, you, when you're winning games. Yeah, I'm not really worried about that. Uh, me, me individually, you mean? No, oh, the team. Um, yeah, but I think that's natural, I think. You know, there are, there's an underbelly of diehard fans who probably look at Everton as a side and the delivery of performance. There's equally fans who just look at results. That's the way the industry is, you know, and inevitably you are judged on results. You know, you're not judged all the time on performances. It's helpful. And I think people can see a future in performances if they're good and there's consistency. But you're actually judged on what the, what the wins are. So I've always been aware of that, but I know the work that goes in to the process to get them wins. So I've been pleased with the work, pleased with the performances in many ways. But of course, I would, I'm always hungry for more. I, I felt that we should have more points on the board. I think the players do, but I think they're now beginning to, to add to the performances of early season by finding that hardy edge to defend properly and defend with that resolute nature and equally attack with that bit more freedom and, and to score goals and feel loose and free to score goals, particularly at Goodison. That's what we've got to change, and we are beginning to change it. Thank you, Carl. Hi, Sean. Vitaly um, Mikhalenko wasn't fit the start of the season since he's come back in the team. Looks like he's given you a lot more balance down that left-hand side and you think the game's... Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing well. I, you know, when I, when I got here, I thought he was a good defender. I think we're still adapting him to his, his attacking game, but I think he's, he's defending very well. Um, he's, he's got a lot of strengths to his game and I think he's enjoying it as well. Well, that's what I was about to ask you. Do you like having that solidity from him or do you want him to now hone his attacking side of his game? Well, I certainly think he can develop further with that side of his game because he can play, he can find a pass, he's got good energy, good pace. But he is a defender, first of all, and I like defenders to be defenders, you know, and I think he, he is, and I think he's showing that. He's, he's done very well against some very, very good players um, over his time, and particularly since he got back fit, as you rightly mentioned, he was very unlucky with that. Um, excuse me, going from last season. And now that he's back to real Premier League fitness from getting the games under his belt, I think he's looking sharper and stronger each game. Both Josh Wander and Farah Abashiri with the game last night and at West Ham. Are you still in discussions with both in regards to the takeover? Me personally? Yeah. No, no. no I don't get involved in them discussions, trust me. Obviously, January is just around the corner. Is there any discussions with, say, 777? Or no, we, we, we just, uh, me and Kev, obviously, with the recruitment department and the staff, we talk about things. But no, no, we're not talking about all the bigger picture stuff that's to come over the next few months. Do you know? Heading into January or not, it'll come around quite quickly, especially when you get through December. It will. Do you still think that it will be difficult financially for the club, or do you think they might? We'll, we'll see. At the, at the moment, if if all things being given are the same, then yes. I mean, I don't think there's there hasn't been a massive amount of finance there. That's quite obvious. I think we've done well by um, making finance come into the club and then balancing off with players coming in. Um, it might be much the same. We'll wait and see.